It's the rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Thursday, December 16th. Have a real quick one for you today, but I uh, wanted to talk through some of these wide receiver cornerback matchups, upgrades, and downgrades. Of course, you get those over at FTNFantasy.com along with the tools, wide receiver cornerback matchup chart. You get the shadow coverage index. You get the advanced defense versus position and advanced wide receiver cornerback matchups tool as well. All of that over at FTNFantasy.com. So let's dive into the upgrades to kick things off today. A very pivotal week. I know. We're all in it here. It's a must-win week. It's a must-win week for a lot of us. Yeah, I know. You're sitting there with a buy. Then, okay, great. Good for you. Anyway, uh, let's start with Devontae Adams. And remember that, of course, in season-long fantasy football, you're going to be playing Devontae Adams every single week. We know that. But in DFS, you may not because his price point obviously isn't always optimal. So we got to play him in the best of matchups. And honestly, this is a very good matchup for Devontae Adams. He is facing Baltimore, but Baltimore is shorthanded in their secondary. They now don't have Marlon Humphrey as well. He's going to see his fair share of Chris Westry. I had to look up Chris Westry. So that's good for Devontae Adams. He's allowing 0.4 fantasy points per route covered. That is a massive number compared to the league average of 0.27. Uh, so love the matchup there for Devontae Adams. Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. Uh, now Samuel is an interesting case here. They face Atlanta, of course. Revenge game, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, but Samuel only has three catches over the last three games. One catch per game. Exactly is what he has. So some of his work as a receiver does hinge on Elijah Mitchell's status. So we shall see there. Regardless, uh, it's such a nice matchup. Fabian Moreau giving up touchdowns in bunches. You have uh, AJ Terrell, who is playing reasonably good football, though. I will give him credit where credit is due. But Ayuk Samuel also playing in the slot at times, and they're going to face Darren Hall there. Very nice matchup there for Debo and Brandon Ayuk. Like the matchup for Christian Kirk and A.J. Green. Of course, DeAndre Hopkins will miss the remainder of the regular season. And it looks like it's going to be about a six-week absence for him, give or take. So it's unfortunate because this matchup is buttery good against Detroit. Amani Oruarie giving up big plays this season. Uh, and he is very beatable on the outside there for both Kirk and Green. Remember, with um, you know, with essentially now this move, I slid AJ Green's role doesn't change. He's going to remain on the right. So I slid Christian Kirk into DeAndre Hopkins' role, which is what I think will happen. And then Rondale Moore will run out of the slot. What we saw earlier in the year, and it was only a few weeks ago when DeAndre Hopkins missed time, is basically no Rondale Moore. It was very minimal Rondale Moore. So. I think the primary beneficiary here is Christian Kirk. And then Green's value essentially maintains. If there's one for me to roster going forward, and really going forward, could only be this week, it is Christian Christian Kirk. Uh, Cooper Cup every week, but this is especially an appealing matchup for him. Uh, Ugo Amadi out of the slot alone, a 76% catch rate. So it's a you should have no problem catching the football in this one. Remember, no Odell Beckham Jr. likely here because he is on the COVID list. C.D. Lamb versus the Giants. I expect the Giants to use uh, shadow coverage on Amari Cooper with James Bradbury. And C.D. Lamb, when he is in the slot, and he's running out of the slot the most out of the trio, 39% of the time, 
He's going to face Julian Love there. That I love that matchup. See what I did. 0.51 fantasy points allowed per route covered. Yikes. That's good for CeeDee Lamb. Hopefully this is a, a nice little bit of a bounce back week for him. I guess you could call it. Hunter Renfro versus the Cleveland Browns. Renfro is rolling 100 plus in each of his last three. MJ Stewart out of the slot, allowing a 75% catch rate on the season. Darnell Mooney, Mooney versus the Minnesota Vikings. I guess you could throw Allen Robinson on here, but I don't really want to. I really do like the matchup out of the slot the most, though. He's going to face Mackenzie Alexander in the slot, uh, and he'll play up against Bashad Breeland on the outside, a little bit of Patrick Peterson as well. Which I don't mind those matchups, but you know, really attacking the slot here because you have Demir Bird who should play more on the outside than uh, Mooney in this one. So I actually like Mooney. I know last week was not encouraging, but uh, I don't mind Mooney this week. Gabriel Davis versus Carolina. So I expect shadow coverage in this one. Uh, Stefan on Stefan. Stefan Gilmore covering Stefan Diggs. We did see shadow coverage last week from Stefan Gilmore. So that bodes well for Gabriel Davis, who figures to see more of C.J. Henderson. Henderson's allowing 84% of his targets to be caught, 0.49 fantasy points per route covered. So very nice spot here if you happen to grab Davis. He's still a wide receiver four, but some upside and definitely offers some DFS potential in that one. All right, let's do a quick break, and then we have probably, this might be the most shadow coverage that I have projected on the entire season, so we will hit that up here. Some big names on the downgrade list uh, coming up right after the break. All right, so as I mentioned, we have a lot of potential shadow situations, and we'll start with Stefan on Stefan in the Carolina-Buffalo game. Stefan Gilmore out there for the Panthers. They used him actually last week in shadow coverage on Russell Gage, and he's doing a very nice job this season, allowing just 5.7 yards per catch. Now, just 11 targets, so whatever. Take that for what it is. Small sample, I get it. But he has two picks on 11 targets as well. He is still very good, and that's not good news for Stephon Diggs in this one. I fully expect Gilmore to be on him the whole time, and as I mentioned, that's not that bad for Gabriel Davis. There are a few constants in life. Death, taxes, and Marshawn Lattimore shadowing Mike Evans. It basically happens every single time these two teams face each other. It happened back in Week 8... But the good news is Mike Evans did score a touchdown in that game. Now, it wasn't a heavy volume game, and that's kind of the rub on Lattimore this year. Not allowing a high catch rate, 56%. So he's doing a nice job. He's making plays on ball as well. Remember, a play on ball is an interception or a pass breakup. At the same time, Lattimore has allowed six touchdowns on the season. So you can score on him. I don't think this is like an absolute terrible matchup for season long, but obviously DFS is probably wise to fade it. Michael Pittman Jr. All right, well, we know that Bill Belichick tries to neutralize or potentially even eliminate the top weapons on the opposing team. Jonathan Taylor is the top weapon for the Colts, sure. But with Jonathan Jonathan Taylor, you can only essentially contain him. You're not going to completely shut him down. And so you are going to prioritize other weapons here as well and the other main weapon is Michael Pittman Jr. That means almost certainly J.C. Jackson. This has been a star making year for 
J.C. Jackson. He, I mean, just look at some of these numbers. 51% catch rate. Of course, you can't look at him. You can't. It's a podcast, Jeff. <laughs> He's been in tight coverage 31% of his targeted routes. It's a high number. Anything over 30% is very good. He's made 18 plays on ball, eight interceptions, 10 pass breakups. He's allowing just he's allowed four of 12 contested targets to be caught so he's good in contested situations he's good across the board and that's tough for Michael Pittman DJ Moore against Buffalo no Tredavious White as we know but man that secondary is still pretty good Levi Wallace man six interceptions five pass breakups on the season for Levi Wallace and plus um DJ Moore has a quarterback issue as well Terry McLaurin, if he plays, now I don't see a practice report just yet for him on uh, a football Thursday here, but if he does play, he'll see Darius Slay. Be aware of that. Darius Slay has been very good this season. He's allowing 8.7 yards per catch and almost certainly would be shadowing Terry McLaurin. Now, not a shadow situation for Donovan Peoples-Jones, but he is kind of like the last man standing in that uh, Browns wide receiver room. Uh, He's going to see a ton of Casey Hayward he'll line up on the left majority of the time here. Casey Hayward has been excellent this year. He's allowing 0.1 fantasy points per route covered. That is among the lowest in the league. And if you look at qualifying corners, like it's not like he's only covered 50 routes. He's covered over 500 routes this season. That's ridiculous. And if you really don't know that stat, I mean, it's becoming a little bit more common, but I love to use it because it distills all the information down into one metric. Like, how stingy is the corner or how how fantasy friendly is the corner you can distill that all down into one metric instead of saying oh he's allowed this many fantasy points that doesn't tell us anything let's you know we can't compare apples to apples that way and we want to be able to do that so that's what we're doing here with this number and it tells us Casey Hayward has been very good so um that's what you have right there with uh Donovan Peoples-Jones Desperation play in season long, sure, I get it, but I don't want to use them unless I absolutely have to. All right, that wraps it up for today. You can expect tomorrow is going to be a pretty hectic day with some crazy news across the NFL. We're seeing players go on COVID left and right. Tyler Lockett's name is on the list. It's it's a mess. It's a freaking mess. Uh, so we'll break it all down for you, the remaining games on the slate tomorrow on the podcast. I will catch you then. In the meantime, head on over to ftnfantasy.com. Use the promo code RATPACK to get behind that paywall and follow along with me at Jeff Radcliffe on Twitter. All right, I will catch you on the flip side for another edition of the pod. I'm Jeff Radcliffe, and I'm out.